0: baseball money is fake on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by our patreon score exclusive perks content and contests including our nfl win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patreon we're also brought to you by game time download the game time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed use promo code sgpn for twenty dollars off
1: Welcome to Baseball Money is Fake, a fantasy baseball podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Blake Meyer, and back again on the mother effing Wednesday. I will censor myself in the beginning of the podcast. Back doing the damn thing, talking about some baseball as always with my man Ryan Gilbert. How are you doing today, Ryan?
0: I'm doing all right. You know, we're we're still in the dog digs here. Here a bit we are in the second half now of August, on August 16th, but still in the middle of August. Still uh, making making those playoff pushes, and that's what we're going to be uh, talking about today. Some guys you can uh, you can add, and you can try to pick up that you know can help you put you over the edge in, in your league.
1: Yeah, we got a nice little list here. I know we didn't do uh, we didn't do a Monday episode, so we didn't really do a waiver wire episode. So this is going to kind of be waiver wire esque episode. Uh, some guys that we think you need to be focusing on to help you win your fantasy baseball, like matchups headed towards your playoff push, because this is crunch time. This is go time. This is whatever time you want it to be. And you need to be maximizing the value you get out of your players between now and honestly, the end of the year.
0: Yeah, this is when you I mean, we we preach optimizing your roster, optimizing your roster, optimizing your roster. But now is really when you should get ahead of your other managers in your league if they haven't already and look ahead to be like, okay, playoffs are in a few weeks. I need to shore up this stat or this position. And you gotta you gotta do what you can to, you know, get your team in the best position for the playoffs.
1: Uh, and I think one good way to do that is by adding Gavin Williams, just to jump <laughs> right into it. Uh it's tough to fully say add him just because he's not He wouldn't meet my waiver wire criteria on Yahoo. I think he's 54% rostered Mm on Yahoo. So just over that 50% threshold. But he's only 21% rostered on ESPN. Uh, I know that number does come because there is a lot of ESPN leagues where people just don't pay attention. Shit happens. But uh, Gavin Williams has been way too good lately to ignore. In his last six starts, he's gone 30 innings and given up six runs. That's good for a 1.8 ERA. 40 strikeouts in that time frame 22 of those came in his last 12 innings yeah. 10 in last start 12 in the start before that and they're all coming against good teams i think it was who was a houston toronto and tampa bays who he played in his last three starts which is a very good uh stretch of teams there, all playoff teams and he has been incredible uh, his teammate tanner is doing really good as well does mm-hmm. this feel like the kind of player that could help you with that playoff push, Ryan. Do you think he can keep this up?
0: It, it does, but I'm trying to do. I was trying to do some research on if he has any sort of hard innings limit, or, or, or if he does, maybe does because mean the Cleveland four games back in Minnesota for the AL Central lead, four games uh, under 500 as well in that weak division. But yeah, like you said, Williams' most impressive thing of his past two starts, especially this last start. Five innings, 10 strikeouts, no walks against Tampa Bay. And mm-hmm. then the start before seven innings, one hit, one walk, twelve strikeouts against Toronto. And the innings limit is kind of worrying because these aren't easy innings for him either. Like he he went four innings in back-to-back starts and he threw 81, 87 pitches in those four innings. He threw 87 pitches, last start in five innings. He seems to, you know, I don't know if he gets himself in trouble or just gets himself in, into long, long type of counts, which they may be uh, maybe monitoring, especially if they you know fall out of the playoff picture a little bit. They may be, you know, skip a start here or there. But yeah, Williams, I think if, if he is available in your league still, I think he's someone you should definitely pick up for his next start is on Friday at home against Detroit. Should be hopefully get in line for a win there as long as he can go five innings. And then he'll probably be, you know, I'm not sure who they play next week, but he'll probably be a good matchup again there. So yeah, Gavin Williams, I think is a pretty good target for the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, and he seems to be kind of rounding into form. Like in two of his first three starts, he gave up four runs. It's the only times this year he's given up more than three runs. Uh, Sandwiched in between those was his seven inning one hit outing that he had against Kansas City. Um, His pitches have become more and more effective. Uh, He leans on the fastball, but he's got three pitches that he throws 16% of the time or more. He's a fastball slider curveball guy all of them have about the same whiff rate. I think his slider is like 28.5% and the fastball and curveball are both 29%. So they're very effective pitches. Uh, He gets a good swing and miss on all of them. And yeah, he's just, he's found a way to be dominant like he was in the minor leagues. And I honestly thought Cleveland was going to be a lot worse after the trade deadline. Um, I'm very surprised with how they've been playing as of late. And yeah, him, uh, like we mentioned, Tanner Bybee. We're not going to talk about Tanner Bybee because he's like 80% rostered, but oh. Tanner Bybee has been on an absolute tear as well. But yeah, uh, I think Gavin Williams, if he's not rostered in your league, he needs to be in every size league at this point, I would say.
0: Yeah. And something else that I, I tend to look for in pitchers or to kind of be wary of is that he, he. this is his second professional, second season of professional baseball. He started last season, class A advanced, moved up to double to A, uh, pitched a total of, 115 innings last year i think he's up to 109 or something on the season this year uh overall so that's something to watch but yeah what williams as long as he's gonna make and starts
1: he's definitely worth, worth worth an ad uh and then next after that for me uh would be uh, i it's been a minute since I did an episode where I felt under the weather and I know it doesn't come across in the audio because like, I got fixed the audio up but man I can hear myself in my headphones and sound I don't sound great sound great you sound great uh but mike Mustakis, a man that has been irrelevant since 2019 <laughs> um somehow has found a way since what is that july 21st he is hitting 298. With 10 extra base hits, 16 RBIs, and a strikeout rate below 20%. He is doing things. uh, I saw a tweet that said he is doing things already for for Los Angeles that Anthony Rendon hasn't done for years. (laughs) Uh, He's making an impact in that lineup where, to be honest, he wasn't supposed to to be an impact bat in that lineup. He was just kind of supposed to be a guy. Uh, And he's found a way to make an impact. He's driving in runs. Uh, He's consistently hitting cleanup uh, with guys like Taylor Ward, Shohei Otani, CJ Crone, all those guys Mm -hmm. hitting around him. So there's always a lot of guys on base for him and he's doing a good job of cleaning up. Uh, He does have first and third base eligibility and DH if you have a DH league. So he's got a a lot of positional eligibility and he's very low roster. I think 16% on Yahoo, if I remember correctly and only about 5% on ESPN very widely owned. So if you're in a categories league, especially, uh, he's a good source of RBI. He's a good source of runs right now, uh, and then in the a points league, he has very high value as well with that strikeout rate under twenty percent. He's not walking a ton, but it cannot be talked about enough how important it is to have that low strikeout rate in a points league. That amplifies somebody's value so much, especially for somebody that he doesn't have otherworldly power. He's only got three home runs in that time frame, but he is somebody that can give you good value, especially in deeper leagues.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he's in a bit of a rut right now. He, he was he didn't start last night. He went one for three on, uh, on Monday after going. Oh, for nine over the weekend in Houston. But yeah, you said it, he, he's still about him clean up for that angels lineup. We talked about if they can get Mike Trout back. They have, they have the pieces there. You should be able to, you know, drive in some guys. So at 15% roster, I think he, he's worth a look in, you know, 12 team or deeper league. so it's just make make sure this little rut he's in doesn't you know isn't a tailspin into like a, a mm-hmm. week or two week long thing but i i think he, he has the power he he's gonna have otani on base in front of him so yeah like you said he'll get the ribbies and he's a good good depth ad i would say i completely agree yeah um and we are brought to you by game time uh buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have game time app experience is fantastic the flash deals last minute tickets easy to find to buy tickets and of course we talk about it all the time the images of those seat views you know what view you're going to have right from your seat? You don't have to worry about obstructive view or anything. You can check that out right before. And of course, their lowest price guarantee and their event cancellation protection, which is which is huge. The uh, Bruce Springsteen just, just canceled his uh, concert tonight and Friday in Philadelphia. So if you bought it with Game Time, you would have got your uh, money back there. So uh, Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All
1: right, we got a question from the chat, uh, Chad. What up, Chad? Uh, He said, how real is this Josh Bell resurgence worth the gamble as a depth piece? Um, For me, I'm going to say as a depth piece, he's worth the gamble. I get that he's hit five home runs since he went over there. Uh, Miami is more of a pitcher's park than Cleveland was, so I don't fully buy into it. And he has an 8% line drive rate since he switched over again. Very small sample size, but he has a way higher ground ball rate. Fly ball rate is also higher as well, but a lot of those fly balls he's hitting, I don't think are going to continue to turn into home runs and then his value is going to dip considerably. But as a depth piece, yeah, I'm in on Josh Bell right now.
0: Yeah, I I like Josh Bell possibly as more than than a depth piece. We talk about the vibes all the time, and the vibes in Miami are much better than the vibes in Cleveland there with Chad Chisholm healthy and all that stuff. Solaire got up to 30 bombs already. He's someone that's also been completely overlooked this season. But yeah, Josh Bell, he got the change of scenery he needed. Didn't quite work out last season in San Diego for him, but he's killing the ball down in Miami Uh, Two home runs at Cincinnati, a home run at home against the Yankees, against the Astros, hitting two, three in that lineup. So, yeah, if you need first base or you till help, I I think Bell is is worth a pickup now and see if you can ride this hot streak out to the playoffs.
1: Okay, somebody I want to ask you about, because I very vividly remember you telling me that you do not like this player, (laughs) but they've been hot lately. Um He goes by the name of Michael Conforto for the San Francisco Giants. Yes. He has multiple hits in his last four games, including two home runs and three RBI in that time frame. Uh, Since July 29th, he's hitting 340 with more walks than strikeouts. And he's also got five extra base hits. Are you starting to buy into the Conforto hype right now? Do you think he's can help some teams moving forward or are you still out on conforto i think he's
0: like like you said with bell he's probably a good good depth piece see if he can he can keep this up because he has been like you said he has been having a a hot streak here for the giants up to 15 home runs on the season Uh, they are going on the road this weekend in atlanta which is not an easy matchup there yeah his baseball savant page isn't great pretty much 50 percentile or worse everywhere that rolling expected Woba has been skyrocketing over the past 50 plate appearances. So, you know, maybe he figured something out. Maybe he got something with his swing there, but yeah, Conforto, uh, he's not somebody that I would necessarily be targeting, but you know, if you, if you need somebody, if you're, if you're scraping that barrel, I I say Conforto go for it.
1: Yeah. I, I think this is just a typical Conforto hot streak. Um, If you're in like a five outfielder league or, you're really hurting in a 12-team league with kind of expanded rosters. I think you could find a spot for Conforto because he is a guy. He does have power. Like he's a 30 home run hitter in the past. He's shown he can do it when he can stay healthy. He does still have that power. Uh, but the problem is, like even in this little hot stretch he's in right now, his average exit velocity is 85 miles an hour with a 4% <sighs> barrel rate. So he he's just hitting little dink and dunks that are getting through, and he's getting on base which cool that does translate to fantasy value going two for four, two for four, two for four, three for four. That translates to, to fantasy value. But that also shows why he's only got three RBI in the month of August. So yeah, I think he is one that is going to end up being more for the deeper leagues than say like a 10 or a 12 team league. But yeah, a 12 team league with five outfielders. I, I don't hate him as my fifth outfielder. Outfielder. I might hate him as my fourth outfielder, though.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good call there. And then someone I wanted to bring up uh, on on last episode yesterday and, uh, and and today he is uh three for four with with two runs scored. Is Ezekiel Tovar, shortstop for the Colorado Rockies. Thirty eight percent rostered in Yahoo leagues. He's been up and down this year, but since August seventh, he's now played ten games. He is 14 for 40 in those uh, 10 games. If you include today, which quick math is a uh, 350 batting average, Uh, two home runs or three home runs, three doubles, 12 strikeouts, uh, two stolen bases. So he he has a little bit of power, has a little bit of speed. Uh, The Rockies are home this weekend against the White Sox, and I believe they are home one of the first weeks of the fantasy baseball playoffs. So I think um, Ryan McMahon is someone else I, I picked up, you know, kind of stash a little bit for, for the playoffs. He has a home run today. And I think Tovar is another guy that if you, you know, he only has seven steals on the season, so not, not too much speed, but shortstop is a position where you might need some help, especially in those deeper leagues at middle infield. So I think Tovar can be a, a solid pickup as well.
1: Yeah, I was really high on Tovar coming into the season because I liked the the combo of having supposedly elite speed with okay pop and playing at Coors. I figure it could translate to like a 2020 season somehow. Uh, But then he just forgot how to steal bases in a season where the bases are bigger, which kind of sucks. But he still has 43 extra base hits in 113 games this year. He's still finding ways to get it done with the bat. Still hitting about 253. So I do like him. I, I like him for different reasons than I liked him coming into the season. He hasn't lived up to my hype that I had for him, but he's still found a way to be fantasy relevant, especially right now. And I love that you mentioned uh, he is going to be at home for the first week of the fantasy plus, because that is huge. Uh, those are little minute things you can do. Towards the end of the season to prepare yourself to have a good first or second week of the fantasy playoffs. Mm-hmm. You can start looking at schedules. You can start mm-hmm. seeing, okay, is does Cincinnati have a lot of games at home in that first week? Yeah. Uh, and if they do, who who's playing Cincinnati? <laughs> you know, what guys from there can I target? Same with Colorado. Like mm-hmm. who's are they at home for the first week of the playoffs? Oh, they are. Okay. Who who from those teams is available that I can kind of sneak into my lineup now to get the advantage? So that was a yeah, good call out but yeah had. rockies a lot.
0: are away next week the 21st to 27th they are home 28th through the third with one off day against the braves and blue jays on the road that next week which i think could be the first week of the playoff depending on your league but that following we could call it out a few shows ago uh they have from the 11th to the 17th they play every day against the cubs and the giants all at home so i, I think you know if you can manage to hold on to a rocky or two i think uh, that's something you should do for the for the playoffs
1: and then uh steven asked about Royce lewis i still kind of have the same opinion on him as i did when he first like came back to the like from injury and all that earlier in the year um i'm still i still firmly believe that he's a better regular just general baseball player than he is fantasy baseball player there's a lot of tools there that people like Uh he does have power he does have speed but for one minnesota sucks it's not a very good lineup to be hitting in counting stats wise they're in Two, first place he can't stay healthy yourself? he he can't minnesota sucks they can't hit on the road they strike out so much but they got boppers but yeah, he can't stay healthy. He's very Byron Buxton-esque. Like he should be so good, but he just doesn't seem to be on the field enough. Um, he doesn't steal enough bases for me to really be excited about his speed. And he his power doesn't translate to the home home run numbers that you would hope out of somebody with that much power as well. So I'm iffy. Again, deeper leagues, obviously 12, 15 team league, You're probably he's probably rosterable, startable. There'll be some value there while he's healthy, but I can't count on him now till the rest of the year so i'm personally staying away
0: i, I mean you said it, when, when he's healthy he can be a pretty good player he's hitting 327 on the season before going three for four with an rbi and stolen base today he's now one for three uh yesterday and return from injury so hit, hit third yesterday hit fourth today on wednesday they're home against the pirates this weekend i think you know if he's available and you need third base shortstop help Ride him while he's healthy. Ride, ride him. Ride him while he's hot. So, uh, yeah, I, I think Lewis, thirty-one percent rostered. If he was healthy, he'd probably be rostered in in more leagues. So maybe see if this is something where he can stay healthy for a few weeks or the rest of the season, and maybe he can be the guy to, you know, put put push you over the edge for for the playoffs.
1: Uh, another guy that I think people should be targeting uh, for a good playoff push. Something that wasn't really on my radar until a couple of days ago uh, would be Leover Piguero. Uh I would like to say he had an excellent card in last year's MLB the show, uh, Future <laughs> Stars card. I was a big fan of that one. but he's kind of coming into his zone a little bit since August 7th, so about eight days so far, small sample size, of course. Uh, but in that time frame he's hitting 357 with three extra base hits, including a couple home runs. He's driven in six and stole a base. He's lowered his strikeout rate considerably uh because for the year it's at about 34%. It's been 25% of that time frame. So he may be, he may be improving. He looks to be improving. Again, I said this about a couple teams now. The Pirates aren't improving. They're not a very good team. They're kind of just giving a lot of, of young guys a shot at this point to see how it goes. And I think there's sneaky value there for Piguero. He has second and shortstop eligibility. Second base is very thin. Yeah. And he showed decent speed, speed power combo in the minors. I think he hit 13 home runs in the minors in 70 games and stole 21 bases. So there's upside there. Is he somebody that you would target? He's owned in like less than one percent of ESPN leagues right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's on he's rostered in uh two percent of Yahoo! leagues <laughs> in deep leagues. Yeah, give him a shot. He seems to be Hitting the ball right, well right now, but I, I don't think he's someone you can really rely on. Maybe a stopgap for for Ozzie Albies or someone like that, but, or just deep leagues only is what I what I would be looking at. Um, I'd also be looking at the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Uh, sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. Besides season long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons. Uh, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today. com slash Patreon. That's com slash Patreon. And a, a quick injury update on Marcus Stroman. We talked about him yesterday. His start was uh, postponed. Mm-hmm. Seems he has a, a rib cartilage fracture which uh, fractured rib does not seem like it's going to be anything good. Um, If you don't have any IL spots, I wouldn't be opposed to dropping him given his performance, recent performance that we talked about yesterday. He's been horrific in his past few starts. So, yeah, I think uh, Stroman might just be shut down for for the season at, at this point.
1: Yeah, I think what we talked about yesterday, is pretty safe, like you said, at this point to drop him. Uh, there's not a lot of upside, especially with only a month left. There's no way in hell a, a rib cartilage fracture heals in a month mm-hmm. to help you in any capacity. Yeah. Between now and the fantasy playoffs, uh, we did have another question in the chat. Matthew Hennings, What up, Matthew? Uh, he asked if Tyler S- Soderstrom is still worth holding. I got to say no. I'm if, starting to. What, what do you think?
0: Why Why are you still holding him, is what I'm thinking. He's been. Remember, hitting... he
1: is in that huge league. He's in that huge, like. Dynasty. Oh, he's in the
0: huge league where. If you have like a minor league <laughs> roster or, or bench spot and you want to have a catcher, maybe. But he, he's been batting under 200 for almost two weeks now. Uh, three for his last. So oh, what's this? Let me see if baseball reference loads. Three for his last 30. Nine strikeouts, two walks. Yeah, I I can't... um, I I can't... uh, Yeah, you can drop Soderstrom.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to think Soderstrom is just one of those guys that... uh, Overly aggressive at the plate. A lot of power, but overly aggressive just trying to hit everything for a home run. And that doesn't work when you get up to the major league level. So... Yes, he was my boy initially. I was wrong on that one. I'll eat some crow. I, I did think Soderstrom was going to be better than Gilof, and both of those things have been wrong. Giloff has been incredible. Soderstrom has not been good. But, hey, you know, you win some, you lose some. Uh, for the record, I did call Adley Rutschman as the number one catcher in fantasy <laughs> baseball this year, and he's still holding steady on that one. Uh, and Steven, uh, Tristan Casas over Josh Bell for me. Casas has been crazy hot. Uh, but speaking of somebody else so, that's been high. I,
0: I, I, let me just touch on uh, Tristan Gossage right now because he's been okay. he's been more than high. In the first half, uh, two, 250 at-bats, 9 home runs, 27 RBIs, hit 225. In the second half, in 90 at-bats, so what's that, about a third, he has 10 home runs, so that's one more home run than he had in the first half, 20 RBIs, hitting 337, 1.146 OPS, and the Red Sox are in it. So yeah, if Kosh is just available in your league, or if you're considering dropping him, I would not. I think he's someone that can help your fantasy team as well as the Red Sox possibly to a uh to a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, I love that he was somebody highly touted prospect, good hit tool, decent power. Started out slow, and all of that is coming together. And he is putting up big numbers. Uh I had the little uh from my ESPN fantasy league, I had him in one of my home leagues. And I swear every other day I get an update that the man hit a home run. Um, Jose Siri pulled with an injury. don't like to see that. Uh, Jose Altuve also got injured as well. If we want to just throw that out there, which sucks, because I think we just talked about Altuve like last week and we talked about how he's healthy. He's playing well. Not going to worry about it. He's going to be good the rest of the year. And I think he got hit with another fucking pitch again or something. And he's hurt again.
0: So Jose, Jose Siri left the game with a left pinky finger sprain uh, after he slid into second base. So I I think he'll probably play through that, but mm -hmm. yeah, the the Ray, the rays need something to go right down there.
1: (laughs) Uh, But speaking of something going right uh, before the season for fantasy pros, I did write my Blake Myers must have players for 2023. And on that list was a player by the name of Seth Brown. Now, Has it gone right? Not really, because he missed a ton of time this year. He's only played about 70 games, I think. Or 74 games, excuse me. Uh, But he's been effective in the games he's played. Uh, So far in those games, he has 23 extra base hits. While hitting 220, but that's very uh, par for the course. When it comes to Seth Brown, you're not going to get the crazy high batting average. But... He has been great uh, since July 29th. He's hitting over 300, three home runs, 11 RBI. He's doing a lot of things that you want. And for as bad as Oakland is, we've talked about it before. They do have some solid pieces at the plate. Uh, Seth Brown has legitimate power. He's proved that before. He hit over 20 home runs in the past. I think he hit 25 last year. So there is upside there as well, and in a lot of leagues, he'll get like first base and outfield eligibility. We love a good dual eligibility player. Would you target Seth Brown in a maybe? Is he good enough to be a third outfielder in a twelve-team league? No, absolutely not a third outfielder.
0: I was I was looking at his raw stats, and yeah, he's hit in three 19 since July 20th, 29th, but only has one home run in those 15 games. His power hasn't really been there. I mean, on this season, he has, what, 11 home runs, I believe. Um, 11 home runs in 74 games, which extrapolates out to 24 home runs over a full season while hitting 220, which which is fine. You get that out of a lot of players nowadays. But looking at his stat cast page, barrel barrel rate is 87th percentile. Average exit of Velo is 70th percentile. K rate's awful. Walk rate's okay. Expected slugging's good. So when he makes contact, it's good. He, he should probably have more home runs than he does, but I, I don't think I can I can recommend anyone to pick up Seth Brown at this point.
1: The one thing I've noticed recently, though, is he is making good contact, and a lot of contact. His contact rate since that July 29th game is uh, 82% overall. It's like 91% for zone contact, which is good, 12% barrel rate. So he's getting the bat on the ball, and he's making good contact. He does just need it to turn into home runs rather than Mm. I misspoke when I said three home runs. That was three runs. It's one home run, three runs. Mm. Uh, But yeah, he he is somebody that I do like right now. Uh, He has been streaky in the past. So I think if you want to try and take advantage of a guy like him while he's hot, it's worth it. There is upside there. He does play the Mariners coming up next week, I believe. Uh, I know that because I was diving into the Mariners schedule yesterday. Uh, so that will be tough time to go against that Mariners pitching. But there is upside there. and Yeah, uh, like him as a fifth outfielder. I'm OK with him as a fourth outfielder, even in a points league at this point, because he's only striking out 13 percent of the time lately. So that's huge, especially for him. So I, I even like him in a points league. There may be some better players, but I think he could be pretty consistent between now and the end of the year, which I'm all for.
0: Yeah, one other outfielder, just, just to throw him your way here, is uh Marcel Ozuna. He's been 56% rostered in Yahoo, 24 home runs on the season, 60 RBIs. And he's been he's on a hit, hit streak right now. I'm trying to uh pull up his game log, went two for two with a home run on Tuesday night against the Yankees. The Yankees who had who had one hit in that game. Um yeah, he has a 13-game hit streak, hitting 333 in that span with two home runs, five doubles, 14 strikeouts to his 16 hits, um, seven walks. So, And he's hitting fifth in the lineup. He's hitting behind Matt Olsen. So if they pitch around Olsen like we talked about last episode, Ozuna's going to be right there to pick up those RBIs. So I think Ozuna is also a streaky guy, mm-hmm. and right now he's hot. So in the Braves lineup is red hot so ozuna i think if he's available in your league i i would definitely target him to pick up over these next few weeks
1: yeah i i agree on that one i say i agree a lot you got a lot of good takes there right i agree I on that as well anytime you can get a, a 24 home run guy off waivers if you're able to that's big especially this late in the year on a team like atlanta who all they do is score runs so he's got a lot going for him and also i man i was looking more at Vaughn grissom and Nikki Lopez today. I know we talked about the next episode. I think our last episode, I think next episode, we may have a little segment where we break down who we like more going forward. Just because There's a lot to like about Nikki Lopez. I really like Von Grissom, but I'm seeing a lot of things about Nikki Lopez that I like, and I'm unsure which one I actually like more for the rest of the season. So that'll be something we break down probably tomorrow when I can dive a little deeper into it.
0: One more, uh, one more guy with, with a blind item here just throwing your way. Uh, Mike Garcia, third base and shortstop for the mm. Kansas City Royals, hitting 290, 721 OPS, eighteen stolen bases. Only rostered in thirty eight percent of leagues. Uh, I think someone in the chat, I think Stephen Williams, said he has uh, he has Garcia as his shortstop, and he was looking to to get um, Royce Lewis. But yeah, Mike Michael Garcia is someone hitting leadoff for the Royals. He's someone I would look to add if you if you're looking for some speed for the playoffs. If you don't, mm-hmm. you can't punt stolen bases. You can't punt saves in the playoffs. And Garcia's hitting close to 300, hitting uh, 348 during his current 17 game hit streak. He's got going on. No home runs, uh, but two doubles, one triple, uh, four stolen bases. So he'll give you some speed. He'll give you that average, and hopefully the uh, Royals can can drive in some runs there. So I, I like Garcia a lot and think he's being overlooked.
1: Yep, he's a 40 stolen base guy in the minors. Elite speed at the major league level, and the Royals are not shy. They're not shying away from letting the guy steal. So as long as he keeps getting on base, there's going to be a lot of fantasy value there. And he's had enough plate appearances now that the 290 batting average, I'm okay saying that that's a pretty real batting average for this Mm -hmm. year. It's not overly inflated. So if he can keep that up, yeah, I I think he has sneaky good value. Uh, I think I wrote about him like, five weeks ago yeah. in my waiver. You, you early I to, early to target. So, Yeah, he's a very sneaky pickup. He's flying a, under a lot of people's radars. I mean, on ESPN, he's only eight and a half percent rostered. So, yeah, a uh, great pick at shortstop. He's going to be very, very consistent for you, again, especially in a points league. I'm very big on my points leagues. Uh, he has a ton of value in points leagues and a multi, multi-category value in category leagues as well.
0: Yeah. And, and speaking of uh, Royals with second Earth shortstop and third base eligibility, I just want to eat some crow, give some props to uh, Bobby Witt Jr. He's just been <laughs> incredibly, incredibly consistent this season. He had, had a slow start, but uh, hitting 389 with five home runs in 13 August games hit 327 with six home runs and 24 July games. He's been killing it. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's showing why he's a top two round pick, if not definitely a first round pick. I mean, He's doing this on a bad Royals team. So imagine having people around him. 34 stolen bases, 23 home runs, hitting 277. He just, he does it all.
1: Yeah, he has been incredible this year. I I think he's going to be a top 10 picks next season because he had had a really good season last year. Wasn't he the only guy that had like 20 home runs, scored 80 runs, drove in 80 runs, and stole 30 bases? I think he was the only player in baseball that did that last Mm -hmm. year but he kind of still got overlooked because the batting average wasn't great and all that. He's fixed the batting average this year and improved his power, stealing more bases, doing everything. So, yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. is a tank. Just ask Emerson Hancock last night who was cruising through four innings and then Witt hit that that fucking monster of a grand slam off of him, which hurt my heart. Dude, these Mariners games – I'm not going to get too deep into it, but these Mariners games against the Royals have been – Brutal on my soul. Like we were up seven to zero after the fourth inning yesterday. The Mariners hit seventeen. Mariners hit the ball combined seventeen hundred feet in the fourth inning yesterday, and one inning later it was five to seven. And the next thing you know, it's seven to seven, and then we got to go to fucking extra innings to win ten to eight. But Teoscar went five for five. Shout out Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, a lot of crazy Mariners baseball going on right now, but. If you guys want to hear me rant more about Mariners Baseball, go check out my other podcast that I just started. Look at that transition. I'm getting better at this. Uh, my other podcast that I started, it is called Mariners Addict. Right now, it is really only on Spotify. It's on some smaller platforms as well. I'm waiting just for Apple Podcast and the iHeartRadio approval right now, which should happen soon. Like, little 20-minute episodes. I'm going to be doing probably just one a week here and there. Getting some Mariners shit off my chest horrible wording of that sentence but you know (laughs) it it it, it, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be me by myself kind of i don't i don't know how it's gonna go but i'm gonna have fun doing it uh and make sure you guys follow us on all of our socials we are at fake baseball money on youtube twitch and instagram make sure you hit the subscribe and the follow button we are at fake baseball money on twitter you can follow us on facebook fake baseball money we are live there right now what up to all the people on facebook on facebook watching us in the live and you can follow me on twitter at balake b-u-h-h-l-o-c-k-a-y-e and you can follow me on twitter at
0: Gilbert s-o-p and we'll catch you guys next time see ya